Act Four of A Woman Is a Weathercock by Nathan Field. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Four, Scene One. Enter Scudmore and Neville. I see greatest spirits conserved their own ends. Were you the seeming serving man that passed by? By my sad heart, I was and not a tittle of my relation to thee wrong or feigned in troth you were to blame to venture so mischiefs find us we need not mischiefs seek i am not tied to that opinion they are like women which do always shun their lovers and pursuers and do follow with most rank appetites them that do fly all mischief that i had is but one woman and that one woman all mischance to me who speaks worst of them there's the best of men they are like shadows mischiefs are like them death fears me for in troth i seek him out the sun is stale to me to-morrow morn as this twill rise i see no difference the night doth visit me but in one robe she brings as many thoughts as she wears stars when she is pleasant but no rest at all for what new strange thing should i covet life then is not she false whom only i thought true shall time to show his strength makes good more live till perish the vicious thought i love not thee or thou dear friend remove thy heart from me time is as weak for that as he is old take comfort and attend this counsel friend this match is neither sacred nor is sure close fate annihilates what opinion makes and since she is resolved this night to die if you do not redeem her give the means or her blood credit me will spring heavier griefs sorer and stranger in thy oppressed heart than her false love before besides tis you my scudmore that are false if you will not consent to let her make vows good which were but in a possibility to be broke this her repentance casts her vice quite off and if you leave her now you take it on nay you incur a bloody mortal sin you do become an actual murderer if you neglect her she'll kill herself this night by poison knife or other means god gives you power to cross her desperate will and if you save not where you may you kill why can my noble and wise friends think still that what a woman says her heart doth mean can you believe that she will kill herself tis a full hour since she spake the word and god forbid that any woman's mind should not be changed and changed in a long hour she is by this time in her lordly arms and like pleased juno clasped by jupiter forgets the plaints of poor mortality such state such pride as poets show in her incensed with jove's loose scrapes upon the earth she cast on me at our encountering as cold and heavy as a rock of ice in her love to me which while i there stayed my bitter and hot words resolved a little just as the sun doth ice i softened her and made her drown her fault in her own tears but think you she holds this flexible vein no i'm removed and she's congealed again how well does scudmore speak ill for himself wit's a disease that fit employment wants therefore we see those happiest in best parts 
and fortunes underborn unto their merits grow to a sullen envy hate and scorn of their superiors and at last like winds break forth into rebellious civil wars or private treasons none so apt for these as melancholy wits fettered with need how frees the rustic swain from these assaults he never feels a passion all his life but when he cannot sleep or hunger gripes and though he wants reason wit art nay sense is not so senseless to capitulate and ask god why he made not him as great as that same foolish lord or that rich knave his brain with nothing does negotiate but his hard husbandry which makes him live but have we worthy gifts as judgment learning ingenious sharpness which wise god indeed doth seldom give out of his equal hand but joined with poverty to make it even with riches which he clogs with ignorance we vent our blessing in profane conceits foul bawdry or strong arguments against ourselves and stark blindly hold it best rather to lose a soul than lose a jest ill terms my friend this wit in any man for that but seasoned with discretion holds him in awe of all these blemishes frees him of envy doth philosophize his spirit that he makes no difference twixt man and man twixt fortunes high and low but as the thicker they with virtues grow freedom and bonded wit can make all one so twould by being left and being loved if i had any of it tempered so but you have spoken all this condemning me for having wit to speak against myself but i'll be ruled by you in all then thus to-night by promise i do give a mask as to congratulate the bridal day in which the count pendant and the wise knight will be most worthy dancers sir you shall learn but my part which i will teach you too as nimbly as the usher did teach me and follow my further directions though i in the morn were no prodigious white i'll give thee bellafront in thy arms to-night i am your property my engineer prosper your purposes shine thou eye of heaven and make thy lowering morn a smiling even exeunt scene two enter captain pouts with a letter and strange like a soldier oh these are lambeth fields strange murdered on the wedding day by you and his own bride's appointment for my sake as dead as charity this sounds not well zounds you may say as well i am the man as doubt he lives a plague of your belief do you know this bloody ruff which she has sent lest you should be incredulous and this ring which you have seen her wear i know the ring and i have seen the ruff about his neck this comes of enforced marriages where was done and how escaped you sir receive it briefly i am her kinsman and being newly come over and not intending to stay long took this day to go see my cousin worldly for so my name is where i found all of them so deeply drenched in the bridal cup that sleep had ta'en possession of their eyes 
Bacchus had given them such an overthrow, their bodies lay like slaughtered carcasses, one here, one there, making such antic faces as drunkenness had mocked at drunkenness. In troth their postures and their sleep like death, for theirs were like a death and sober sleep, remembered me of body-scattered fields, after the bloody battles I have seen. "'Twas such a season to make short my tale. "'As fate had said, now murders may be done and ne'er revealed. "'Approaching further, I lighted upon a chamber "'where your love sat by this merchant, cast drunk on the bed. "'She, weeping and lamenting her mishap, "'assured both of my daring and my trust, "'fell flat upon the ground, then raised herself, "'hung on my neck, then sunk down to my legs.' told all things past to-day and never ceased till i had ta'en life from that hafted man before whom straight i strangled with this rope you have showed some kindness to me i must love you sir what did you with his body having first by her direction put on these his clothes that like the murdered man the safelier i might pass with her being her husband's shape if any of the servants had been waked she showed me to a necessary vault within a closet in the chamber too and there i threw the body whence this blood that she herself first let out of his veins wherein she dipped the ruff about his neck and said go bear this ensign of my love to assure him what i dared for his dear sake where is the maid captain a maid for you but well you know i hope she is no maid but maid or no maid she is at my mother's whence i will bring her whither you'll appoint to-night and let this tide convey all hence for staying will be something perilous i will kill two men for you till then I owe my life to you, and if ever racks, strapados, wheels, or any torturous engine, even from the Roman yoke to the Scotch boot, force me to discover you or her to law, pray God the merchant may respire again. For what a villain have I been to wrong her! Did she not tell you how I injured her? She said you challenged her, and publicly told you had lain with her, but truth's no wrong. Truth? Twas more false than hell, and you shall see me as well as i can repent of any sin ask her forgiveness for wounding of her name against the world recover her lost fame kind soul would i could weep to make amends why did i slander her at the church door the more base villain thou strike him huh? what's the news thou unspeakable rascal thou a soldier a captain of the suburbs a poor foist that with thy slops and catamounted face thy bladder chops and thy robustious words frights the poor whore and terribly dost exact a weekly subsidy twelve pence apiece whereon thou livest and on my conscience thou snapst besides with cheats and cut-purses hot this is some railing poet why you rogue thou rogue far worse than rogues thou slanderer thou worse than slanderous rogues thou murderer tis well remembered i will cut thy throat to appease that merchant's soul which ne'er will rest till some revenge be taken on thy tongue i'll kill thee first and in thy vital flood wash my hands clean of that young merchant's blood fight you fight as if you had fought afore i can still hold my sword come on sir Soons! can you ward so well i think you are one of the noble science of defence 
true are the science of noble defence i am that fight and safeguard of a virtuous name cadet captain pounce oh now i understand you and you stand over me my hurts are not mortal but you have the better if your name be worldly be thankful for your fortune give me thy sword or i will kill thee some wiser than son i love my reputation well yet i am not so valiant an ass but i love my life better there's my sword then get upon my back come all shall be well i'll carry thee unto a surgeon first and then unto thy wench come we are friends god a mercy zounds methinks i see myself in moorfields upon a wooden leg begging threepence i thank thee heaven for my success in this to what perfection is my business grown seldom or never is right overthrown exit with captain pouts on his back and dependent and mistress wagtail with work sewing a purse they say that every woman has a spring to catch a woodcock remember my instructions and let me see what a paradise thou canst bring this fool into fifteen hundred a year wench will make us all merry but a fool to boot why we shall throw the house out at window let me see there are two things in this foolish transitory world which should be altogether regarded profit and pleasure or pleasure and profit i know not which to place first for indeed they are twins and were born together for profit this marriage god speed it marries you to it and for pleasure if i help you not to that as cheap as any man in england call me cut and so remember my instructions i'll go fetch sir abraham exit your instructions nay faith you shall see i have as fruitful a brain as a belly you shall hear some additions of my own my fantasy even kicks like my bastard well boy for i know thou art masculine neither thy father nor thy mother had any feminine quality but one and that was to take a good thing when it was proffered when thou inheritest land strange both to thy father and thy grandfather and ridest in a coach it may be thy father an old footman will be running by thy side but yonder comes the gentle knight and my squire and to sir abraham and pendant stealing unfortunate damsel why dost thou love where thou hast sworn it never to reveal maybe he would vouchsafe to look on thee because he is a knight is it thy terror why peradventure he is knighthood's mirror do you hear sir abraham yes with standing tears bevis on arundel with morglay in hand near to my knight in prowess doth not stand they say sir bevis slew both boar and dragon my knight for that can drink up a whole flagon a thing as famous now amongst our men as killing monsters was accounted then tis not thy leg no were it twice as good throws me into this melancholy mood yet let me say and swear in a cross garter paul's never showed to eyes a lovelier quarter ay but all this while she does not name me she may mean somebody else mean somebody else you shall hear her name you by and by courteous sir abraham look you there oh thy very name like to a hatchet cleaves my heart in twain when first i saw thee in those little breeches i laughed for joy 
but when i heard thy speeches i smiled downright for i was almost frantic a modern knight should be so like an antic in words and deeds those pinken eyes of thine for i shall ne'er be blessed to call them mine say not so sweetheart how did they run not rheumatically run but round about the room one over one that wide mouth no small no but middle size that nose dominical that head likewise very good do you mark that head likewise she has an excellent wit i'll now into her sir observe what follows now turtle morning still for the party for whom are you working that purse abraham aside for me i warrant her what news good cousin i hope you have not revealed my love yes faith i have acquainted the knight with all and thou mayst be ashamed to abuse a gentleman so slanderously he swears he ne'er lay with you lie with me alas no i say not so nor no man living but there was one night above the rest that i dreamt he lay with me and did you ne'er hear of a child begot in a dream abraham aside by this light that very night i dreamt she lay with me ay but sir abraham is no dreaming knight in short he condemns you he scorns you at his heels by god so he lies i have the most adutiful bear but that i would hear a little more and he has sent this halter you may hang yourself or you may cut your throat here's a knife too well i will love him in despite of all howe'er he uses me tis not the shame of being examined or the fear of whipping pendant aside make as if thou wouldst kill thyself should move me would but he vouchsafe his love bear him this purse filled with my latest breath blows in it <sighs> i loved thee abraham ninny even in death offers to stab hold hold thy knight commands thee for to hold i said no halter poor soul how it pants take courage look up look sir abraham in person comes to see you oh let me die then in his worship's arms live long and happy to produce thy baby i am thy knight and thou shalt be my lady frown dad fret mother so my love look cheerly thou hast my heart and thou hast bought it dearly and for your pains if abraham live to inherit he will not be unmindful of your merit wear thou this ring whilst i thy labours task this purse wear in my cap and on in the mask oh happy woman to supper let's and merry be as may be now god send every wise knight such a lady Exeunt. End of Act 4